Hey everyone, and welcome to the Enlighten Me podcast. I'm your host, Mackenzie, and you are listening to Enlighten Me Mini episode number 17. My Enlighten Me Mini episodes are short episodes with just me talking about ways to live a little more mindfully. Well, happy June, everybody. Later this month, it will officially be summertime, but personally, summer started back in May for me. But I know lots of people are still having crazy weather where they live, and most are just getting out of school. So happy almost summer, if that's you. And to my friends in the Southern Hemisphere, I hope you're keeping warm down there. This time of year brings a lot of travels with it for us in the Northern Hemisphere. And we have a few trips planned ourselves, but we also get a lot of tourists heading our way. We live in an amazing city, Charleston, South Carolina, where there is so much history, so many beautiful beaches, and so much great food. I cannot emphasize that part enough. I get a ton of questions on what people should do while they're here from people I know and from people I don't know, and I love to give my tips. And while tourism keeps our city thriving, it can be equally as harmful if tourists aren't conscious about the footprint they leave behind. This is something I covered with Erin in our episodes about mindful traveling a few months back, and it's still something I think about a lot, whether I'm the one traveling or thinking about how it impacts my city. So I wanted to take what I learned and apply it to my own city so that I have helped helpful advice whenever people ask me. I wrote a blog post about this last month about how to visit Charleston ethically, and I got so much feedback that I decided I should just turn this into a podcast episode. People can listen to it on their way here, when they're traveling, in the car, or on the plane. So here it is, how to do Charleston the ethical way. I have seven tips for you for planning your trip to the low country and a few things that you could do to be a little more mindful while you're here. Okay, so the first is to bring your own bag. I'm talking about reusable bags here. Now, this is something I think you should do no matter the time of year or where you're at, but especially when you visit Charleston. One thing you may be privy to see while you're here is some of our sea life. That includes oysters and crabs, dolphins, and the sea turtles. Fun fact, sea turtles help to keep our oceans a little safer for swimmers because their diet consists mostly of jellyfish. Who knew? But what looks exactly like a jellyfish when floating in the water? You guessed it, plastic bags. Some of the cities in the Charleston area have already passed laws banning single-use plastics like straws and bags and plastic utensils, but still we have a long ways to go. And you can help to keep our sea turtles healthy and our oceans clean by skipping the plastic bags while shopping and bringing your own instead. Now, if you forget, just make sure you ask for paper when you do shop. But try to remember just to stick one of those thin reusable bags that won't add any weight to your suitcase in your bag before you go, and it's not a bad idea to bring your own straw and your own utensils while you're at it. Now, speaking of sea turtles, up next on my list is to visit the South Carolina Aquarium. Located in the heart of downtown, the aquarium is popular for kids and adults alike. They offer interactive experiences where you can touch the stingrays and learn about all kinds of aquatic life. It's equally fun for me and my kids. I promise all ages will love it. But my favorite part about the aquarium is the Sea Turtle Care Center, where experts are rehabbing sick and injured turtles. You can buy your tickets with confidence when you visit the aquarium, knowing that a large part of your money will be going towards conservation efforts, like caring for wildlife and reducing plastic pollution. You also get a beautiful view of the harbor while you're there. It's super fun. You can make a day trip out of it and go grab some tasty lunch afterwards. And if you're looking for more wildlife experience while you're visiting, make sure to check out the Charlestown Landing Zoo in West Ashley where you can observe animals native to this region of the United States in their natural habitats. It's not truly a zoo, but it's a much more humane experience for the animals there. 
And while we're talking about wild animals, my third tip is to skip the carriage rides and opt for a walking tour instead. Okay, so when you're visiting Charleston around the downtown area, you will see plenty of folks enjoying a carriage ride pulled by some beautiful horses. It's super tempting to want to join in the fun, especially in the heat and humidity that our area brings, but once you learn about the exploitation of these working horses, you will see that these tours just aren't worth it. Charleston Carriage Horse Advocates is a non-for-profit organization working for the better treatment of these animals, and according to them, the horses working in downtown Charleston have some of the most hazardous conditions in the country. Between the Carolina heat and the large loads they are forced to carry, there have been countless accidents and injuries injuries to these creatures. The organization accepts donations if you want to help do something about it, but the best thing you can do is to opt out of one of these tours and spread the word when you hear people considering them. Instead, I highly recommend you check out one of our many walking tours. You can find daytime and evening tours of all kinds, even haunted ones if that's your sort of thing, but personally our favorite tour is through Low Country Walking Tours with Steve because he's a native Charlestonian. There are also Gola tours and tours focused specifically on black history in the Holy City, and I'll make sure to link all these in the show notes, but whatever company you pick, make sure you ask if it's locally owned and operated and also led by native Charleston residents. And speaking of local, my next tip is to eat and shop local. This may seem like an obvious one, especially considering so many people come here for the food exclusively, but it's really easy to overlook when Starbucks might be right next to or even inside the hotel that you're staying at, even though there's probably a great local coffee shop just a few blocks away. Aaron taught me that anytime you travel, you can help to boost local economies and support small businesses by choosing the local shop over the big corporation. This is especially true when it comes to our restaurants and shopping options, and even more true for those who are recovering from the hit they took during COVID. So for food, there are quite literally hundreds of restaurants to choose from here. A quick search on Yelp will tell you that. But there are also a couple local bloggers you can follow, like Jai Eats and Black Food Fridays that I'll link in the show notes also in case you want some recommendations from natives. Now, if you're wanting seafood, it's even more important to choose local to ensure that you're getting the most sustainably caught and the most delicious fresh fish. Finding local eateries is pretty easy, but shopping can be a different story. If you're staying in downtown Charleston, beware of the big-name stores located in the tourist areas like King Street, and instead opt for the small boutiques or the shops in the Charleston City Market for your souvenirs. Now, after you've gotten your fill of eating and shopping, if that's even possible, it's time to get outside. Our beaches are one of our biggest attractions, and so we ask tourists to leave the beach cleaner than they found it. When you visit the beach, be diligent in cleaning up all your trash and not letting things get blown away in the sea breeze. And let me tell you, it is very, very breezy. This is especially important if you have your plastic bags with you, because remember, we gotta protect those turtles. Even better, bring an extra bag to collect other trash that you find. Beach cleanups are super easy to do. Enjoy a nice stroll on the beach and pick up a little trash as you go. And make sure you are also using reef-safe and surfer-approved sunscreen that won't cause any damage to our oceans. And on that note, leave the aerosol cans at home and opt for the lotion instead. Much safer for you and safer for the planet. My next tip has to do with the ocean also. When you're on the water, skip the speedboat and opt for kayaking instead. It's no secret that boats guzzle up a lot of gasoline, and not only that, but marine scientists have found that boats with motors on them cause noise pollution in the ocean that is detrimental to sea life communication. If you're wanting to spend some time on the water while you're here, there are plenty of outfitters who will rent you kayaks to explore and even go fishing. Our favorite is in Shem Creek because you get the best view of the dolphins up close, it's so fun, and you get a little 
exercise while you do it. But if you're wanting something that's a little less strenuous, check out the sailboat cruises off the harbor. And if you're wanting to stay on land, you may be interested in viewing some of our beautiful gardens here. There are multiple plantations that hold a lot of history as well as beautiful grounds. However, some of the plantations, such as Magnolia, have been passed down through generations of families and are still owned by the descendants of former slave owners. Some critics have commented that, in essence, these families are still profiting off of slavery, even if it is just through a historical lens. That's why my last tip for you is to check out our botanical gardens instead of a plantation. Cypress Gardens in Monk's Corner is a place you can visit totally guilt-free. With over three miles of walking paths and boat rentals available, this county-owned nature preserve is a great way to get outdoors and experience some of the beautiful nature the Lowcountry has to offer. So there you have it, friends. A few tips for reducing your footprint when you come to visit Charleston, aka the Holy City, aka the Low Country, aka my favorite place ever. Now, clearly, I am not a native to this area, but these are just a few things I have learned while living here. If you're interested in hearing more, make sure you check out blogs and other travel information that are coming from local residents and people from this area over basic travel influencers who've only visited here once or twice. And for more mindful traveling tips in general, whether you're visiting Charleston or elsewhere, don't forget to listen to my episodes with Aaron. Those are episodes 64 and 65. That's all I have for you today. Thanks so much for listening in, and I hope you found these tips helpful, and we can't wait to have you here in the low country. Don't forget that part two with Haley about sustainable-ish living will be out next week. Check back in on Thursday for the release of that episode. And in the meantime, subscribe to the show, leave a rating and a review for the show, and keep seeking to get enlightened. Peace out. <laughs>